Welcome to another episode of the podcast. We and this motherfucker just trying to make y'all laugh. <laughs> I've been practicing my freestyling. We're working, we're working, we're working on it. How's everybody doing? How has your week been? It's another start. We got another weekend going. We got another week coming up. Another set of horse shit fucking rules we got to follow. No big deal. You got this motherfucker. Uh, we're gonna be all right ladies and gentlemen we're gonna be cool it's, we just gotta hang in there talk to your loved ones see how they're doing except the really needy ones <laughs> all those people that drain you of all of the energy that you have in the world i'm not telling you to talk to them fuck all that shit that gets emotionally draining but i am saying to go out there and enjoy your life enjoy it you have a life and or, or we got to go out mother nature today i went to uh what the fuck was it called like potato chip rock or some bullshit potato chip i don't know what the fuck it was called but i went on a hike it was great oh my god it was fucking awesome it was myself my wife and a good friend of mine and and it was it was amazing we had such a good time got the blood flowing sweating and we paid for our sins this weekend <laughs> we paid for our sins on that fucking hike man it's it was a good time sweating breathing in that fresh air we had our masks ready in case anybody encountered us no big deal we were all cool everybody on the trail was was really nice very cool and it was it was nice it was hot. It's been a hot fucking weekend. We got a nice case of the swass. You know what I'm saying? We got that swamp ass going and nobody's fault. It is what it is. Just address the situation. Put on your deodorant. Use the baby wipes. It's cool, man. <laughs> you got the swass. I got the swass. No big deal. It's over 100 degrees. It's cool. Just wipe your ass. <laughs> And shower too, man. I ran into so many nasty motherfuckers that don't shower. Oh my god. There's this guy I I knew his name I'm not gonna say his name, but <laughs> Fuck it. Let's see. I've been coming up with the all of these boring ass fucking names for people. We're gonna call this guy Chantel. There you go. <laughs> We're gonna call him Chantel. It's a very, I, I've never heard of that name before, but we're going to go with it. Chantel was a guy that I used to be in the uh, military with. He was a nice guy, very lazy though, very much of his own thing type of situation. No big deal, whatever. Uh, I don't stand for that, especially in the military because we're a fucking team. But he, he <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, in the military, at least in the Marine Corps, Every week we have an inspection to make sure that our rooms are good. You know, we're not living in filth. It's clean and everything. And this guy, Chantel, would have just the most disgusting fucking room I've ever... Like, it, it was so fucking gross. I don't know why he lived in the conditions that he did. I'm sure it might have been depression. It might not have been. I don't know, but he was a nasty motherfucker. This guy used to literally sleep on pizza boxes, yo. Like there was the concept of trash was nothing to him. Like it was just, oh yeah, just an object. I just gotta move it, shuffle it out of the way so I can go. No, this guy would s literally sleep on pizza boxes and wrappers of fucking buffalo wild wings all the time. It was just no big deal. No, he cuddled a Pepsi can every now and then. 
<laughs> it was disgusting, but that was him. No Chantel. He would, he would just sleep on fucking pizza boxes because he was too lazy to do laundry or throw his trash away. I don't know. His room always smelled like shit. And it was fucking gross. He, he, he always smelled like fucking garbage all the time. When he would come into work and, you know, at least in the military, you're taught how to shower, but he couldn't do that either. It was fucking disgusting. He smelled like shit. I remember uh, we have this gear that, or had, I should say, this gear that is very heavy and it was held up. It had four wheels. It was this big ass uh, piece of machinery equipment, for lack of a better word, and it would stay up by either the hydraulics of the wheels or the pins that were uh, in between the hinges and stuff to keep it from coming down. It was a heavy thing. If that thing came down on you, it would kill you in a matter of in no no time. In, no, in a matter of no time. And I remember because he was such a shitty Marine, he would always be given the shit jobs. He would be cleaning the toilets and fucking all that shit. And I get it. He was a garbage motherfucker. And he was told one day to sweep out the bay, like the big ass garage area, give or take, where we have all of our gear and all that bullshit. And he was told to sweep the entire thing. He did. He even swept underneath this enormous big ass fucking <laughs> gear that weighs four million pounds. And but he would only sweep it if there was someone else present. So if there was someone else around, he would sweep underneath it. <laughs> This motherfucker would stick his head underneath this, like, listen, I don't think it's going to fall and kill him personally, but he would wait until somebody, he would would stand around and then somebody that had any sort of weight on their shoulders, he would would start sweeping underneath the motherfucker. And the rule, the golden rule was you never get underneath the gear unless you absolutely have to. If you're cleaning, like, move the gear, don't. Put your head underneath it. Because if it goes down, it's going to kill your ass. But he would find a higher up coming along. And then all of a sudden, he got motivated to clean. He would clean everything. <laughs> he would clean underneath the gear. <laughs> he would stick his head underneath. And he would just sweep in, minding his own business. Somebody else would come up. Yo, what are you doing? Like, Get your head out from under. Oh, well, uh, Corporal so-and-so. uh Corporal so and so told me to uh, sweep and clean, so I'm just I'm just minding my p's and q's and I'm sweeping and mopping. Gunnery sergeant, that's it. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? This guy again sleeping garbage. Blame everybody. He would he would blame everybody else. Like it was it was it was fucking awful. This guy couldn't do anything. Uh, I understand the military has high standards for like physical training uh, abilities, but. It was always one thing or another with this guy. Poor guy. He ended up getting busted down and kicked out for uh, doing pills and shit. And look, man, everybody has their demons they got to face. This guy just did a terrible job. (laughs) Some of us drink fucking beer on the catwalks and deal with it like normal people, okay? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just kidding, folks. It was always a party, though, at the barracks. I love the barracks. Uh, kind of, not entirely. The barracks were a lot more fun once I was 21 because we had, like, lounge areas. Every floor, we had three floors at my barracks. And every floor had a lounge. 
like a place where you guys can just you know shoot the shit there's chairs pool tables sometimes some I'm I'm saying all that shit, and I'm sure you can picture. Oh no, there were garbage pool tables, garbage fucking chairs. Some like seventy five percent of them only had three legs. It was it was garbage, but we did what we had to do with what we had. It, we would have fucking parties, man. I remember we threw a barracks party one time. It was so fucking dope. Uh, barracks, for the most part, or where I was at, each room housed two marines and they were connected to one bathroom which was shared with another room of two other marines give or take whether they were male or female that's how every barracks room was and it was awesome dude we had we had uh we had like six different coolers full of all kinds of different beers and shit and we were going in and out of the lounge playing beer pong it was one of the greatest fucking days uh, of my military career i i know it's fucking weird like just talking about getting drunk it was so much fun i don't know what it is about drinking with other people it's just that like gradual climb maybe of of all of us it's it's like a community thing we're all getting drunk together and we're all kind of letting loose together you know everybody is just being themselves it was so much fun we had people <laughs> we had like three guys throwing off of the third deck <laughs> The third floor, just right off the balcony. <laughs> it was a fucking party, man. I don't, I don't, I don't condone anyone to drink that much. You don't have to drink yourself blind to have a good time. But these people believed that, and they did, and it was a great time. <laughs> the barracks were always a party, dude. It doesn't matter what time of the day fucking what day weekend or not holiday or not it, it was always a party there was this guy that would go around he was a heavy equipment operator so basically he was like uh he, he would operate for example the big forklifts big trucks just anything enormous like to, to get buildings going or dig hole whatever he was a heavy equipment operator and he used to uh, operate this big forklift, which is well, what the fuck we call it? We call it tram. Uh, basically, it's a forklift, but it's like five times the size of your average forklift. Whatever you think is a forklift, it was like five times the size. It was enormous. The fucking tires were taller than you. <laughs> it was it was fucking awesome. This guy, the heavy equipment operators were always the most crazy motherfuckers, just like the engineers were. The engineers, oh, and the fuelers too. Fuelers of aircrafts, I'm convinced all they ever did was just sniff gas because <laughs> they were all really crazy. They would always come up with these wild ass ideas. They never, they were just weird as fuck. And I'm, I'm assuming generalization that it was because they always sniffed gas, but we gotta, you know, we gotta be progressive here and and assume that isn't why. But I'm sure if you're huffing gas all day, being high, you'd act a little different. <laughs> One of these characters, we're gonna just call him Clayton. Fuck it, we just because it fits his 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 story, his attitude, all of that shit. This guy was like, I'm pretty sure he was born and raised in South Missouri, Southern Missouri. You got to watch out. Anybody that says Missouri without the E on the end, that syllable E, 
You got to be careful, man. They've done some shit. They have conceived a few children in the woods. Stay away. <laughs> so this guy, Clayton, from South Missouri, because they don't know what THs are. It's just F. It's the sound of F. South Missouri. And down in the South. This guy. We'll go knocking on doors and see who's available to hang out and shit. No big deal. I get it. He's lonely. He's from South Missouri. Nobody likes people from South Missouri. That's cool, but he I remember one day he knocked on my fucking door. He was just like, I'm going to paint the picture for you. It was like, hello, hello, and I'm in there trying to mind my business. I'm playing video games. Sometimes people in the barracks will knock on your on your door just because they're bored or some other bullshit, which would lead me to ignoring them, but this guy wasn't leaving. It was just, hello, hey, hello. Hey, howdy, how's everybody, hello, it's over, this guy was not going away, I opened the door, I'm like, what the fuck, man, <laughs> I see it's Clayton, what's up, Clayton, how you doing, oh, I'm good, man, how you doing, I'm, I'm good, I'm just trying to play a video game in here, you know, I'm out of my, oh, yeah, yeah, a anyway, right quick, let me, let me ask you a question, you want, do you feel, you want a squirrel hide, man, <laughs> He's got a Budweiser in his left hand. He's got a fucking squirrel by the tail in the right hand. I swear to God, dude. Dead ass squirrel. He's just asking me, do I want this squirrel hide? Because he's going to throw it. Like, he, he just said, yeah, man, I'm looking for somebody to take the squirrel hide. I already have, like, eight of them. But I, I came by to see if you want it. You want a squirrel hide? Like, no, dude. I don't want a squirrel hide. You sure? No. <laughs> Um, or yes, I'm 100% sure. I don't want any fucking squirrel hide. Oh, man. And he would just go on and knock on the next door. Hey, man, you want a squirrel hide? <laughs> it didn't smell or nothing. He meant well. He was a nice guy from southern Missouri. No big deal. Like I said, great guy. He always meant well. It's just, it's disgusting, man. I don't want a squirrel hide. I'm sure most of you folks out there don't want a squirrel hide either, and that's okay. At least it should be, but not to this guy. Like what, man? You don't want you don't want some animal nature in your home? Is that what it is, brother? I can I can cut this thing apart, and you could put it on your uh, dash on your car. But and I heard it looks really nice on Hondas. <laughs> that was this guy. <laughs> Fucking hilarious, man. Of course. As I'm sure you can try to picture it. This guy knocked on my door. He has a fucking, like I said, a Budweiser in his left hand. Can, of course. He can't be bothered to have no bottle. Because that's some liberal hippie bullshit. Tell you what. <laughs> Budweiser left hand. Fucking squirrel in the right hand. And he, he's in his overalls. He's got his cowboy boots, man. He's ready to take on the world, dude. <laughs> He was so cool. One of the best forklift operators I've ever seen, man. This guy, as crazy as he was on the weekends, this guy could literally pick weeds with the forklift. It's fucking crazy. Like, he could maneuver and uh, change the forks to move them to pick weeds off concrete. Like, th this wasn't weeds and gr Like, he would just pick up weeds with the forks on his forklift. And yeah, <laughs> Because sometimes we'd be given some bullshit orders about do this or do that uh, in this certain area. We got to pick weeds here or there. Oh, excuse me, folks. 
I'm trying to suppress this burp. Oh, I got a card. Oh, no. Oh, no, I got the hiccups. We can't have that. I fucking hate the hiccups. Oh, no, I feel them coming. I feel them coming. No, 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 no. We're going to keep it rolling, folks. Fuck this shit. I'm a fucking, I'm a company man. Company man. We're going to keep this train rolling. Just drink some water. But yeah, this guy was so fucking good at his job. He would be able to pick weeds with his, with the forks. And sometimes you meet us out there and be like, what are y'all up to, man? <laughs> We're just picking weeds, you know, because captain said so or whatever the fuck. Oh, no big deal, man. I'll, I'll come in here. I'll help y'all out. And he would pick up fucking dandelions with his, <laughs> with his forks. It was fucking awesome, man. There's no cameras on this forklift or nothing. He was just going to town on this shit. Amazing. Good at his job. So fucking funny. Like, being his overalls, fucking no t-shirt, nothing. Sweating his dick off. A nasty ass fucking hat that says Ford on it. Ford hat with a fish hook on it. I don't know what it is about some of these rednecks. They just they they love putting a fish hook on their uh, hat. I don't know why. It's not like you're gonna. What 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 are we doing here? What are we doing here? An emergency fish hook? Fish hook? What are we doing? This is ridiculous. What? You're not gonna about to fish here at Walmart? Is that what it is? Is it just an emergency fish hook for what? To fish for what? You fucking pansy! Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> you just want attention. It's okay. You want everybody to think you're a big country ball. You're a big country ball, and and everybody's gotta know. <laughs> There's some crazy ass people out here, man. One of those, one of those folks that I met in the military. Oh my god, we'll call him Billy Boa. <laughs> How about just Billy, just for the sake of the yeah, that was his name. But he might, it might as well have been his name because he was, god damn it, <laughs> that name Billy really fits him well. So this guy named Billy. This was during the time that I was in the military. This guy, Billy's from Georgia, from California, you know, worlds collide, whatever the fuck you want to call it. No big deal. He sucks dick. I don't. He's terrible. I'm not. <laughs> whatever you want to call him, whatever fits your agenda to make sure that he's a shitty person. He is. He was a very racist person, homophobic person. <sighs> It really doesn't matter that I'm saying this. He was just not not, not as good as everybody painted him out to be. And I kind of saw through him. He was kind of a piece of shit. No big deal. I'm just going to serve that shit right back to him, right? That's what I do. World's confused, most confused Mexican. We're going to serve this shit out. It'll be hot off the presses, baby. We were out there in some sort of field exercise where we basically live out in the dirt in tents and shit. And we don't have access to stores or just basic necessities because we're out there. You know, we're, we're working. We're just doing our job outside, basically camping and working. That's kind of what field operations are, field training exercises. You're just doing your job, but you're also living there. It's You're kind of like Chinese for a second. <laughs> you're like some of these warehouse workers where, where they provide you a living space, but they tell you, you better work your fucking ass off, otherwise I'm going to kill you. That's this place, and it was cool, no big deal, we're living in the dirt, eating shitty food, we still had water, had some garbage fucking uh, porta shitters, that's what I call them, they're not porta potties, they're porta shitters, 
Everybody just, dude, th- there was, I have seen some disgusting porta shitters where it's filled up to the brim so bad that if you shit while sitting on there, your shit will push down other shit <laughs> just to make room so you have enough room to do your business. <laughs> so fucking gross. And on these field ops, of course, like I said, limited access to foods, goods, services, whatever the fuck. This guy was out on a on a crazier field op where he had no contact with anybody else other than the people he was surrounded with for about five, six days. Pretty shitty, no showers, no fucking, no porta shitters. You just, you literally just, you're, you're doing out there, doing your job, living out in the dirt. And I remember, because I hated this guy, I still do, I really dislike him. I'm sure he voted for Trump and I'm sure he's going to vote for him again because fuck damn libs. <laughs> I remember when he first met me, he looked at me sideways because I was from California. I'm like, dude, what? Is it because I'm from California or is it because of the, sc- the color of my skin? Fuck out of here, you're bullshit. So I'm, well, at least I should, okay, I'm going to say I used to be a very petty person. A bit of that still is in me. I cannot, I cannot deny it. I'm straight, whatever the fuck. (laughs) I saw him in line behind me. You know, it's hot as fuck. We're in Arizona. Hot as balls, like 109 degrees, just like now. We got the swass going, you know. We got that swamp ass going, telling us, hurry the fuck up. I'm in line. I'm hearing him fucking talk because he's very loud and very excited about what he's ready to purchase at this at this little vehicle. Because every now and then on this campsite, I forgot to mention, on this campsite, well, like I said, we don't have any access to services or nothing like that. This truck would come by with all kinds of shit, you know, little things here and there, whether it's baby wipes, toilet paper, fucking gummy worms. Uh, a beef jerky, chips, just little things. It was basically like a 7-Eleven on wheels, like a liquor store on wheels. And I have all the basics, and I heard him talking about, oh, yeah, I can't wait to get those gummy bears up there. Like, they're so fucking good. I just, oh, I've been waiting all this whole time. I'm just, I'm sick of being out there in the sun. And I'm hearing him talk his bullshit, right? And I'm paying attention, too. I'm paying attention. I'm hanging out with my friend, me and my buddy. We're in line. You know, we, we're the first ones in line because, of course, <laughs> there's nothing else to do. That guy was late, but we're in there. We're getting ready to buy our beef jerky and shit, and I'm hearing this guy fucking Dontail. Is that what I fucking named him? We'll just go with that, Dontail. No. No, Billy. There you go. Different story. Sorry, folks. And I'm hearing Billy go on and on about how he's excited he is to have his fucking uh, his gummy bears, dude. I get up to the counter. They only accept card, credit, you know, all that bullshit. I ask him. Hi, sir. I greet him. How are you doing? How's everything going? Good, good. You know, we out here, whatever the fuck. And, and I ask him, how many gummy bears you got? How many packs of gummy bears? Uh, counts them, turns around, counts them. Uh, I got like 10 of them. Yeah, I got like 10. Okay, I'll take them all. <laughs> I heard this guy Billy raving on and on and on about how excited he was to have those fucking, those gummy bears. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna take them all. all how much are they? Uh, they're like 879. No big deal. I'll take them all. <laughs> I take 10 packs of gummy bears. How many of those gummy bears did I eat? None of them. 
I bought literally all of them. I didn't give him a single pack. I walked away pretending like I didn't hear anything. I was just, thank you, sir, for the, and they were melting on the way back to the tent. It's like 109 degrees. We're in Arizona, but no big deal. I took all of the gummy bears. Billy won't get none. So fuck him. <laughs> I have some friends that were in the same tent as his because uh, right there when you're sleeping, you have to share a tent. Sometimes it varies the amount of people, especially how garbage you are as a human being. Some people, just they'll find any other tent, even if it's crowded, to get the fuck away from you. Because either your feet smell, you have some fucking baby mama drama that you always have to fucking deal with at 9 p.m. Or, or whatever the fuck it is. It's always some fucking horse shit from these people. Like this guy, this guy Billy, not only was he a fucking asshole, racist piece of shit... He was all, he also had baby mama drama, baby mama drama from kids that weren't even his. None of these kids were his, but for some reason he felt like he had to address this situation because he cared. Supposedly this guy was, he was the biggest piece of shit at that fuck. Like he would treat servers and waiters like just complete garbage. He was such a horrible fucking person but he would always have this baby mama drama that he dealt with every fucking night at like 7 p.m and you could hear it across fucking tent city that's what we called it tent city where we were at you could hear it you could hear him fucking screaming at this lady fucking calling her all kinds of shit because she hasn't sucked his dick because <laughs> whatever the fuck it is i don't know he was just he was always an asshole he was just such a piece of shit man so I bought all the gummy bears. I fucking, I walked away with the biggest set of balls that I could ever think of. <laughs> this guy, look, don't get me wrong. He was, he was very, he was a big guy, very strong, very, he could kick my ass if he really wanted to. He really, I'm not going to lie. He really could. But he didn't tell me nothing about what went on. <laughs> Apparently, some of the guys that I knew that were in the same tent as his, because all of their fucking feet smelled, which is why I, I had no business going in there. I'm not. What? Why? What? What? You want to hang out? Why? So I can smell your fucking feet, smell your disgusting ass, fucking cum stained socks. Some of these people are fucking disgusting, man. Some of the people on these trips, they have no shame. They literally jack off in front of other people. Regardless of what's going on, what time of the day it is, they beat their dick like it's nobody's business. I'm like, yo, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I know the story's all over the place, but some of the people that he was rooming with in, in that tent were telling him, like, yeah, dude, it's what's going on, man? They were trying to calm him down. What's going on, man? And he's pacing back and forth like the fucking rock. I don't know what's going on with him. He's got arms for days, but no fucking legs for shit. <laughs> he couldn't do a squat to save his life, but I can curl 80 pounds, motherfucker. <laughs> that was this guy, just all upper body, no lower, like never ran, never did anything. And he was pacing up and down, talking about, fuck that guy, fuck him. I'm, I'm trying to get me some gummy bears. It's all about... The, the like that's some horse shit, man. He didn't even know what to say, how to say it. I had no idea that he was just being a bitch about everything. And people were just feeding him, you know, because they didn't want to get their ass beat. They're the ones fucking sleeping next to him and all of his baby drama. <laughs> the guy, 
That guy would do anything for some pussy, bro. He he loved the uh, bigger women, and that's cool. It's no big deal. I remember when I first got to that unit, this guy, he was one of the first people to invite me. And as I have mentioned before, folks, wherever you're working, learning, or whatever the fuck, any new place where you encounter other people, the very first person that invites you to hang out with them might be a shitty person. Here's why. Because they already lost hope on any new relationships, any new acquaintances, any new people that might hear them out. They're done. Why? Because they fucking suck, but they're done hearing that. So they go for the newest person, the newest friend, the new the newest thing, and they'll take advantage and try to make you feel like you're important to them like you're a part of the group like yeah man we're hanging out man and we're gonna this motherfucker dragged me out with this other asshole oh my god they were both there was a pair of losers man we'll call him billy and we're gonna call the other fucking asshole bob this guy bob again another loser he's from indiana huge piece of shit no friends you just that fucking asshole but of course they both had trucks so they had some bullshit to fucking agree on and they took us out to this thing called uh mud bogs mud bogs for those of you folks that don't know are basically drag races what are drag races just a race to see who can go the fastest except mud bogs it's the same thing but in mud so you're racing in mud i just gotta tell you folks if somebody invites you out to mud bogs and you haven't known this, and you've never hung out with them before ever, you know, sometimes you might meet people that are nice people, and they invite you to do some crazy shit, but you've been with them before, you know, you've hung out with them, and they're cool, and you know, they're nice people, and they invite you to do some crazy shit, just do it, it might be fun, but the people that invite you to do some crazy shit the second time you hang out with them, do not do it. Do not do it. I'm telling you because they don't have any friends. They have no one else to fucking confide in all of their crazy ass bullshit. Do not do it. If you're inviting someone on some shit that, that you tell no one about on the second hangout, don't listen. You're a much better person and you deserve a better friends. Do not do that to yourself. Do not don't go to the fucking mud bogs like I did with this fucking loser. You want to know what happened when I show? I'm the only fucking Mexican there. Uh, there was like a hundred other people. They were all white. No big deal. I don't give a fuck that they were white. But they all they were all looking at me like I was a fucking crazy person. Like what the fuck? You guys are smoking crack in your fucking F one fifties, but I'm the fucking crazy person because I'm brown. What the fuck? Get the fuck? Like, I, I met so many people. Like, there was this guy that we were, we had to chill in a tre- truck bed. No big deal. This just, It's cool, man. I love the countryside. I love hanging out in trucks. I love trucks. But don't invite me to hang out in the bed of your truck with this warm-ass, stale fucking beer that you're not even going to allow me to fucking drink sitting next to this other beat-down-ass fucking truck full of these losers that have done nothing else other than smoke pot at the mud bogs. Listen, you have your fun. If the mud bogs are fun for you, go for it. Don't invite me to your fucking horse shit. I don't want that. I don't need that. I don't want anything to do with that. You know how many times I saw kids asking their parents when they were 
excuse me, like, Mom, Daddy, when are we leaving? And they would just look at them like, oh, fucking trashed out of their mind, high as hell off of heroin or whatever the fuck they were doing. These crazy-ass fucking people. They're fucked up out of their minds. None of them should be driving. Like, literally none of the people that I met there should even be allowed to drive a car. They were... Just, you could see it in their face. They were just dead shot fucking garbage people. There's a lot of amazing and beautiful people that I've met in the South. But there's a lot of garbage folks that I would like to throw in a dumpster fire as well. They were just bad people. Bad hombres. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe them, folks. They were just... Some bad fucking people. I love the South and I love the the pink cloud summers that the weather brings there. The South isn't on fire. That's one thing for sure. The South isn't on fire. California's on fire right now still. And of course, everybody knows about it because by the fucking the celebrities and the hells and we need people and we need help. It's the only reason why we're hearing about it. Because all these fucking assholes that already left LA are talking about how my home that I'm no longer in is on fire. And yes, I have insurance, but it's not good. I'm not getting enough attention. I need more attention. I need people to feel sorry for me because my home that's worth $8 million that's even smaller than the home that I'm in now is on fire. And I can't do anything. Shut the fuck up. You have millions of dollars. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear your shit. I don't want to hear your political statement. I don't want to hear about how you feel the fucking... I, I don't care. You have nothing to say to me because you don't understand anything about reality. Sure, you were once poor, but guess what? You're not poor anymore. I don't give a fuck about you or your stupid bullshit. Especially all those... <sighs> all right, yes. <laughs> Another bitch fest. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm going crazy out here. But like I said, I had a very good weekend. Got the blood flowing. Went on a good hike. It was nice, man. I, I saw a few people out there, but not many. I We're safe is all I'm trying to say. We're safe. I wore my mask around people that I couldn't uh, social distance from. I also uh, was holding my breath because that's the thing, folks. If you're outside and you're walking by or next to someone, you know, if if it's just, let's say they're coming towards you, you're going uh, towards them and they're going to pass you, just hold your breath. <laughs> At least that's what I do. I just, I see them coming and once they're within breathing distance, I hold my breath, take a deep, hold it. And I hear them fucking say their bullshit about, yeah, I was at Starbucks. And by the time their fucking voice drowns out, you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> Let it go. Fucking keep on breathing. We got to get out there, folks. If you're, if you're listening to this and you feel depressed or down, I'm going to tell you something that I did. I went outside. Literally just going outside. I'm not talking about getting the mail or walking your dog. Go outside. Get the blood flow moving. Whether you're running, whether you're doing squats or you're fucking anything. If you ever feel like you're in a weird situation where you, some, something about you just feels off and you kind of feel sad, do 10 squats. 20 squats. Fuck it. Let's, <laughs> we're going to double this shit, homie. 
Uh, do 20 squats, I promise you, you're not going to think about that shit. No, I'm not trying to advocate you ignoring a problem or situation. I'm just saying you feel a lot better. Or it's push-ups, or it's breathing exercises. I remember one day at work, uh, I was... I was just doing a simple breathing exercises. You know, my watch was telling me, you're stressed out. Calm the fuck down, Miguel. Why are you, you know, and I listened to it. I did the little 30 second breathing exercises. I did all that bullshit and it was good. But I was interrupted by another motherfucker at work that needed my help about some bullshit. I don't know what the fuck. All I'm saying is. Do what you got to do to make yourself feel better. Life is too fucking short. And we're we're already on the... Look, look, listen, folks. Listen. This weekend, I did something I probably shouldn't have done. And I bought a new TV. Did I need it? No. I didn't need it, but I wanted it. Why? Because I'm American, okay? I'm an American that has these stupid-ass white picket fence dreams of horse shit. And I bought a new TV because the last TV, it's a Vizio... Public service announcement, if you plan on buying a new TV, do not buy a Vizio. They're fucking garbage. All of them are. I I should have learned that when my friend bought one and he had a fucking black screen or black line going down the middle. I have so many friends that have told me, oh yeah, I didn't know until afterwards. Yeah, don't buy a Vizio. They're garbage. Do not buy a Vizio, folks. If you're out there and you're listening, do not buy a fucking Vizio. They're garbage. I bought this 32-inch HD TV, smart TV, whatever the fuck. It doesn't even matter. It was. It turned out to fucking... It just took a shit on me. It just... It literally... I was playing video games, minding my own business, trying to have a good time like a fucking American does. You, you know, you want to distract yourself from the fucking horse shit. All the virus. You got Kamala Harris getting ready to fucking throw everybody in jail. You just want to play some fucking video games. That's what I'm fucking doing. And it just, it just dies. It literally dies. It shuts down. It just, it just, boo. And no, no noise either. Like no, no sense of warning or nothing. It just shut down. Took a shit on me. I fucking get in contact with customer service. They can't help me because I'm on hold for four fucking hours. And, and I, I call the line. Eight times, nobody answered, but when they did, I was on hold for four hours. What the fuck am I supposed to do, folks? Come on. What, uh, come, Vizio, please. Talk to me. Talk to me. What, what am I supposed to do, man? It's, it's ridiculous. Like, I, I'm trying to be... Sorry, folks, we had some technical difference. I'm trying to be a loyal customer here, and I, I enjoy your TVs. They look great. They just don't last. What the fuck? Isn't this an American-made product? Isn't it supposed to be the best? Isn't it supposed to keep me from killing myself from during this fucking quarantine? Like, come on, man. <laughs> I need a little window of hope, man. Give me this fucking TV that works, please. I'm begging you. But they couldn't do it. They failed me. They failed me. And now I, I was dealing with the fucking technician because we're under warranty, sir, and we're going to try to fix the problem before replacing it. No! You already took my money! Fucking give me a new TV, man. Please. Please. Beg, just give me a new TV. I understand it costs more to replace my TV, but I already put my faith in you. You failed me. I called. You still failed me. Called 16 other times. You still failed me. I put it in the email how these fucking assholes, they just, they don't listen, but... Now I'm dealing with the technicians. 
I'm not trying to make this whole podcast just a big bitch session. I'm just saying the technicians that Vizio hire are horseshit. They're all fucking dumb. I tell them I'm available Friday or uh, Saturday and then they schedule me for Friday while I'm at work. Like, bitch, you have a job. Can you have someone come into your fucking house while you're at work to fix your TV? No! What makes you think I'm going to let some stranger come into my house while I'm not there? No, it's not going to happen. I told you, Saturday, 12 to 3, you still can't fucking make it. Saturday came, yesterday came, 12 to 3, it was 1.30 p.m. I'm texting, I'm like, hey, you're going to make it. No, apparently there was a, a scheduling situation. What the fuck? So I was very upset. We went out. We had a great day yesterday. My wife and I, we went out. We did our social distance bullshit. We went out, tried some Mediterranean food. It was so good. Had some lamb chops. Filled my belly up. Oh, so fucking good. And then I went to Best Buy. And I said, fuck these hoes. I'm going to get a fucking TV. Because all of my other televisions, I have three TVs in my house. And they're all Samsung. The oldest TV that I have is also Samsung. How old is it? It's like five years old. Yeah, no, four years, no, six years old. I got it in 2014. I was living in the barracks. You know how much fucking porn I watched on that fucking television? And it's still working! Despite all of the possible fucking viruses and horse shit, it's still working. It didn't give up on me like this bullshit fucking Vizio did. Two months in, all of a sudden, it just, it can't can't cut the mustard anymore. I don't know why. I don't know what it is, but whatever. That, that, That... I'm sorry, folks. I just, I had to get it out. And I couldn't yell at my wife because you shouldn't yell at your significant other, even if you're trying to, you know, put out some grievances and, you know, all that shit. So what I do, I just, I I went on a hike today with a good friend of ours and my wife, and we had such a good time. We paid for our fucking sins from last night because... Last night, my wife was talking that mad shit, you know, about beer pong, talking about how, oh, I can win, whatever. It's no big deal. I whooped that ass, reminding her who's the boss, and we were all good. <laughs> it was a very good weekend, one of the best weekends I've had in a long time. And I contacted one of my uh, one of my friends I haven't talked to in a long time. Like I said in the last podcast, please, folks, right now, if... You already don't have shit to do. Let's face it. Let's just be honest. You don't have shit to do. You might as well talk to somebody that, you you know, you miss or you want to talk to or whatever. See how your friends and loved ones are doing, man. It's a tough time for everybody, despite what anybody says, because a lot of people, including myself, sometimes they'll lie to you just to, I don't know, to, to prevent you from, uh... Hear, not maybe not hearing them out, but from worrying. And, and I, like I said, I get it because I used to do the same shit. But trust me, man, if you're listening to this, there's somebody out there that cares about you. And you talk to them. If you got some shit going on, I'm sure they're going to listen to you for at least three minutes. Just the same way y'all are fucking listening to me for 40, 43. We're not even done here. <laughs> it's 43 minutes. We're not even fucking done. We're going to keep this show rolling, folks. And I... I got to say, personally, thank you all so much for fucking listening to the podcast. This shit gives me, it gives me a reason to live, man. I love, I love just talking shit and having other people out there, you know. (laughs) I don't know where I'm going with that. But 
like I said in the last podcast, we're going to have a few different sections, a few different, whatever, you know, keep it, kind of have some structure. We got some good uplifting news yet again. Uh, this time it wasn't a 400 pound person losing weight just to get on a roller coaster, but there's, there's some more good shit. <laughs> One of the things that caught my attention was uh, there's some free internet coming for 35,000 Philly families. All, all the folks out there in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, fucking a shout out to y'all, man. Because th- there's a lot of people, I'll tell you personally, when I was growing up, uh, I mean, it's still, internet is still pretty pricey for um, families that can't afford it, man. It's It's been $45. It's been $45 for as long as I can remember. Even it, when I was in high school and middle school, it was still like 45 bucks. And there's a lot of families that can't afford that. And you need internet for a lot of things these days. Yes, can you survive without internet? Yes, you can. But there's a lot of these kids that they can't continue doing their schoolwork or whatever the fuck without the internet. And I'm so happy that a lot of these low-income families in Philadelphia are getting free internet because... Ugh. Yes, it's a utility. Yes, you can survive without it. But come on, man. Poor poor kids need porn too, okay? <laughs> poor people need to beat their dicks, pussies, all that shit. They got to do this shit too, man. I'm kidding, folks. I, I'm just saying. I'm glad. I'm glad people are getting internet, man. There's, uh, there's a much bigger. L- <sighs> but then again, sometimes I feel like maybe I shouldn't have internet because of all the horseshit that I see on the internet. It's, oh, it's, it's so sad. A lot of doom and gloom. But we're here. We're gonna stomp out that sorry feeling, folks. Fuck that shit. This week is yours. You're gonna fucking take this fucking week by the balls. It's, you're gonna call it your fucking bitch. And this is all you, baby. This is all you. Don't fucking worry about nothing else. You got this shit. Another uplifting news I saw was Apple, uh, the company Apple makes the phones and shit. They commit to be 100% carbon neutral for its supply chain and products by 2030. That's fucking awesome, dude. I love that shit. There's a reason why I'm a big fan of Tesla because we're trying to accelerate the world into renewable energy and Man, if you can have, I used to have this uh, solar panel that I would take with me on these field ops that would charge my phone, man. It's solar panels? You mean solar panels can charge my car and can take me? Dude, let's do it. If there has ever been any time to live off the grid, it's now. Uh, this weekend, it was a very hot weekend, which led to everybody turning on their AC and it led to some people uh, having blackouts and shit. Live off the grid, man. If you can, I understand it's very expensive. But if you can't, get the fuck away from the government. These, All of these fucking assholes in the government want to kill you. Right or left, they don't care. All that they care about is the bottom dollar. Get your fucking solar panels if you have your home. Get your fucking power wall. Get your, get your own place. Get your own thing. That's the only thing that I am working towards and want in life. I just want my own place. I want to lay out in my backyard fucking buck-ass nude, man. <laughs> I just want to lay... I want to have my own space. I'm tired of not having a dishwasher. I just want my own area where my dog can run around and I can throw shit at her. and she, You know, it's... it's 
I, I just that's all that's all we want is people. We all deserve our own spaces and we all need solar panels. We got to keep the fucking world running, man. We can't keep going off of gas and oil because it's I was getting fucking notifications yesterday that the the weather outside it was telling me it was smoky. Like what the fuck? Smoky? What does that mean? What, what does that mean? My neighbors aren't out there. My shitty neighbors aren't out there smoking crack. What the fuck is going What does smoky mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah man look bro we, life is too short to be doing some horse shit as long as whatever you do makes you happy and doesn't hurt anyone do it park your car on your fucking who cares what the neighbor's gonna yell at you call you what fuck them <laughs> one of my one of my good friends at work they were telling me how he he enjoys taking his kid out to to the park because of course you know kids got a lot of energy and you know kind of like a dog you gotta throw the ball at him wear him out you know it's fucking six p.m. you're just trying to go to bed soon <laughs> you gotta wear the motherfucker out <laughs> and and he was saying the park that he goes to he lives in Long Beach so of course Long Beach closer to L.A. closer to all the influence and all their fucking horse shit. Closer to all of these fake-ass people that I hope are leaving because, god damn, we'd be much better off without them. They set up their kids at these parks. Like, they'll take their kids to the park and set them up on the slides or the pole or whatever, the swings. Just, literally, just to take photos of them. Just to take photos of them, to put them on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. LinkedIn, I don't fucking know. I don't know. Next door, I don't know. Whatever application, TikTok. All that shit. They they literally take their kids to the park not to spend time with them and recognize that, you know, life is short. Let's have a good time. Yeah, COVID is going on, but we're having a good time. No, no, they're putting they're taking photos of them for fucking Instagram and like the kids will look at them and be like, Mom, Dad, are we done yet? No, 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 no. And they'll fucking berate them and make them feel like shit. No, you got to sit there. You got to hug your sister. Hug your sister. No. Hug, no. Hug her like you mean it. Like this. No. Hug her like you mean Like this. No. Hug. <laughs> like, dude. These fucking horrible people. I want to get out of California so fucking bad. I'm just waiting on my company to open up shop in Texas for, for me to get the fuck out of Dodge, man. Uh, it's just, it's... I hate it here. I hate it here so fucking much. I'm sure you guys are tired of hearing about this. I love my family and my friends and all my people that are here, but I fucking hate California. They're talking about doing fucking increasing the taxes. Increasing taxes on what? How? What? You're already fucking me on the fucking plates. Dude, it's, it's almost $300 to renew my license plates for my 2015 Honda Civic. It's not new but it isn't old either but for some reason california thinks they deserve three hundred dollars for me to drive my honda civic on these shitty ass roads are you serious if you're gonna charge me this shit can you at least give me a little something there's a reason why these uh, these ladies on oldie fans they charge fifty a hundred dollars a month why because it's worth it if you're going to charge me this tax money, make it fucking worth it. I'm sick of seeing heroin fucking needles on my sidewalk while I'm trying to get my fucking mail. What the fuck, man? 
I, I, I'm tired of this shit. I'm, I'm so done with it. I understand there's people out there that need help. And that's why this money should go. If you're going to charge me all of this fucking money, can I at least see it? Make some change, man. Can I please? Just, like, it's, it's ridiculous. I'm tired of screaming, but not really. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> I'm sweating a little bit. No big deal. <laughs> Got my lava lamp going. We're having a good fucking time, man. I I had I had a good week, and I just I hope you guys had a good week. And if you don't, make this week the best that you can. Find that coworker that you haven't talked to, but you've wanted to for a while. You know, talk to them, see how they're doing. Ask ask how are you doing, but in a real way, not that not that fucking the hallway slander fucking uh, no. Hey, how you doing? And just keep no. If you're gonna ask somebody how they're doing. Listen to them. See how they're doing. Because not everybody's doing good in these times. And that's okay. It's okay to not be okay. But we got to be there for each other, man. Anyway, that's it and that's that. I gave you guys a little more than I should have. Probably not because a lot of it was just fucking horseshit. But the moral of the story is we're here for you just like you're here for me. I love all of you so much. Thank you for listening. You guys are some of the greatest people I can ever ask of. If you guys ever want to talk, chit chat, literally, and not if you want to, feel to, have to, whatever, reach out to me, man. If if you have no one to talk to, reach out to me. I'm gonna listen. I promise you, I'm gonna listen. Reach out to me on uh, on Twitter and Instagram. My fucking handle is at Mickey DLT, spelled M I C K E Y D L T. Give me a follow. Give me a holla. Give me anything, man. If if you need help, I'm here for you because everybody. You never know who is struggling, but if you are, let me know. I'll talk to you. I'll listen. I'll see. I'll FaceTime you even if you want, man. <laughs> we we got to be here for each other, man. It takes it takes a village to raise somebody, and I still feel the same way about adults. It takes a village, man. We we got to be there for each other, especially during these shitty times. Every so many people are losing their jobs, losing their homes and shit. If you got a topic suggestion or fucking any bullshit, you want to sign me up for fucking feet pics, whatever, you got me at the at Grand Old Time Podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's Grand Old Time Podcast at gmail.com. Yo, we out here, we live in, and I'm going to be there for you just like you're there for me. Thank you all so very much for listening. Love y'all. Peace.